0: friends new friends and pretend friends also known as enemies welcome to after p.m. with Patrick Michael and of course I am Dave No, of course I am Patrick Michael it would be weird if the show had the name with Patrick Michael and the host was actually somebody else who was not that name it would be weird but also it could be a branding thing who knows maybe I could say after p.m. with Michael Jordan and you'd be like I love listening to the show came to the show thinking Michael Jordan was here found out he wasn't but I stayed anyways because it's great content and you're welcome (laughs) but uh, in all seriousness happy to be here and this is one of those shows where I'm like hey don't hold back you know because I do that I will hold back on many other shows I will act normal as if I have some sort of you know relevant ideas to the way the general culture is being (laughs) uh, I don't know utilized and then I come here and I say you know what Let's, let's throw all that out, out the window And let's be ourselves And let's not let's pretend like we're, I don't know, third graders Okay, we're in third grade That's right And what was third grade very famous for? Naps You know, spelling Recess It's That's the basis of life That's all you need You need to know how to speak And do a little bit of uh, math And then how to socialize Once you got that figured out Guess what? It's a smooth ride. Smooth ride, you're going to be a great person. Maybe even the president one day. You know, I always thought that was really weird when I was a kid. And I, you know, people would... <laughs> it was always after, like, summer vacation or or winter vacation or whatever. And they'd be like, Oh, what would you do over the holidays? They'd always give you those index cards and be like, Write down what you did and then tell the class. It's like, Oh, this is going to be boring because you know what I did for summer? Same thing I did for winter. So... We uh, hung out at home, I had some friends <laughs> stay the night sometimes, unless they were too afraid of my mom. And then they would not stay the night at all. Or, or they, they, would, they would stay part of the night, and then they would get bit by my dog. So it's kind of like, which, what, what are we really doing? What, what are we really doing, teacher? Why do I have to write this down? But like I said, naps, recess. And, you know, those stupid cards where they asked you, you know, hey, what are you gonna do this summer? Or, hey, what did you do during winter break, Christmas break? I was always so disappointed because you'd have these kids that were like, oh, me and my family just got back from Hawaii. And it was super fun. And I think we're going to go back next year. Like, what, dude? What? Like, you don't live that far away from me. How are you going to Hawaii. We live in the same neighborhood. You shouldn't have that type of funds. But you did. And you managed to get all the way to Hawaii. Crazy. What is warmer? That's it? And you went for five days. Like I never understood that. Coming from a place where there's a lot of snow. If I went to a vacation where there was never snow ever. There's a good chance that's a one way ticket. I'm not coming back. Cause that's where I'm gonna live <laughs> I mean wouldn't that make more sense like who wants to die when the weather is bad or it is sporadic like you, it could it could storm but it's also kind of sunny depending on which side of town you're on how annoying would that be I think everybody would prefer nice weather on their last days But then again, places like Los Angeles, or just California in general, would have a lot of cemeteries. So that's unfortunate for tourists. Don't wanna come see the dead people. But then again, you get to see uh, a nice cloudless day. (laughs) And a lot of golden skin before you go. Hospitals have a lot of windows. Find that weird? find it weird but they're like the type of windows that you can see out of but nobody can see in why is that but back to what i was saying i was talking about those damn cards that you would get in at the, the just the questions i always hated the questions you know they'd be like uh any special names that your teachers used to or anybody can call you and it's like damn it i hated the kid too who had a fucking nickname how'd you get a nickname already dude we're in third grade you don't know who you are the people that gave you the nickname don't know who you are that's why they called you crash man I mean it's a badass nickname I wish I had it but obviously it's just because you don't stand on your feet very long but that's it I think that's something you grow out of you don't see that guy (laughs) in Walgreens right The guy who's just constantly bashing his head into things because he can't manage to find his footing. (laughs) You don't see that. Because you grow out of it. So Crash isn't a very adult nickname. I'm also betting, statistically, most most guys who had a nickname (laughs) like Crash when they were younger, they probably didn't live very long as it is. Maybe to their mid-20s, right? Because Crash ended up crashing. That's just the way that it goes. He's not gonna live very long. If he does, he's just gonna be known as like Steven. And then everybody that calls him Crash, he ignores. That person knows way too much about him. It was like uh, you know, like I said, uh, have any nicknames? Uh, how many siblings do you have? I always hated that too, because I was the oldest, and <laughs> just always hated being like I have. This many brothers and sisters, and here here you go. Here's some personal information about me, people I'm never going to see ever again. I mean, it's different when you think about your high school friends and seeing them again. That's highly possible, especially if you stay living in the same place. But third grade, dude, fourth grade, come on. People were coming and going. People were coming and going like it's booking. At the police department some people never even made it to a pod some people never stay overnight (laughs) and he's like a word I made friends with the guy uh, (laughs) Derek yesterday he was in class all day where'd he go well he moved I guess probably he probably moved (laughs) you just never see him again ever turns out he's in the Chokey in the principal's office That was an iconic movie, though, when I was a kid. Matilda? I mean, the scariest principal ever. The Trunchbull? Terrifying. Not a fan. How could you be a fan of that? I always wanted to have those stereotypical teachers, you know, the ones that go out of their way to see something special in you (laughs) and be like, wow, man, you're really great at that. You can, if you stick with it, you could probably go real far. I mean, it kind of happened in art a little bit. But I always had a thing against my art teachers. I was like, these guys, these fucking squares. Why are we drawing the same fucking bowl of fruit that we did last year? Okay? I've drawn an apple. I've painted an apple. And you know what I've also done? I've ate one. I've... <laughs> I've devoured an apple. So I don't need to sit here and sketch one for you. Also, who's going to buy this art? Who needs another picture of an apple? This is the type of paintings and artwork that you find at Goodwill, okay? It's not great pieces. I mean, it, it could be a great looking apple. But who gives a shit? <laughs> who cares, dude? We've all seen an apple. I'm good on the apple. I should also say <laughs> I wasn't uh I wasn't a bad student. I was just more of like a nuisance. Like I would purposely do things to try and make the teachers mad or the substitute. I don't know how many times I got sent to the principal's office or the dean's office, but it was all in good fun, okay? But it was making me remember how many times uh, a teacher had taken me out of a classroom by my arm. And some of you out there listening know exactly what I'm talking about. The, the teacher would grab your arm and just dig their nails into the back of your bicep, your tricep, whatever it is, and drag you out of the room. It was the craziest thing But I remember the first time I saw one of my friends actually, like, jerk his way out of a teacher's hold. Like, a teacher's dragging him out by his arm, and he jerked himself free. And the first time I saw that, I was like, yeah, dude, fuck that. Get the fuck off of me. And it reminds me of this time when I was working at this restaurant, (laughs) and one of the managers wasn't doing her job she would take orders but she wouldn't fill the order and she did it probably six times in a row before I finally said something and when I did when I finally said something she was uh not she didn't take it too well got really sad and then they tried to pull me into the office at this job to scold me or whatever because of the situation and at that very moment I was also very much like jerking my way out of being uh, pulled out of the room by a teacher I was like I don't have to stand here okay this isn't prison okay it's a fucking job and you're not my mom you're not my dad so goodbye and I just I walked out of that office and went back to work I didn't leave my job. I just decided I don't have to listen to this. I knew exactly what was right. Why should I have to sit here and be scolded because of what I knew was right? And she got emotional because she got pointed out. Not going to happen. I don't have to listen to this. Goodbye. Fire me or leave me alone and do your job. It's simple. It is so funny that some of the worst people with the worst possible manners are the people that work in customer service man how does that happen how is it that the biggest asshole I guess it makes sense because if you think about like customer service as some of the lowest jobs anyone could have of course the people with bad attitudes end up in those jobs of course and it's fine but also pick up your fucking attitude It's so important, customer service. I mean, it shouldn't even have to be explained. People love to be told, have a nice day. Thanks for coming. Good to see you. Things like this. That little shit can change somebody's life. As weird as that sounds, it's true. You know, I'm trying to constantly circle this back and talk about that fucking... That stupid-ass question, that little index card. Because I know that there's more of us, more than just me. I'm not the only person that did this, because, you know, I did it multiple times. Multiple different schools. They give you this stupid index card. There might be three questions on the chalkboard or something, and you have to answer them on the index card. I can't remember, because it, it changed a lot. Depending on what school I was going to, it changed. Where it was like, oh, this is we want to know this instead of that but it was very intrusive and I always felt like every time I I had to write anything on those cards I was like I don't have fucking good answers what does your mom do for her work I don't know yell at me I mean what else could there be I remember the first time I got in trouble for asking my grandfather how much money he made or had and I was a real little kid you like you find out the hard way about dumb shit it's like I had no idea that that was even a thing to not ask somebody but then again it's probably because I would never saw anybody else do it I should have put the two and two together and been like oh nobody else has ever asked this question why would I? But there you go, and that's what makes me special. No, but, um, what was another good question that they would put on there? I just hated him, man. It was like every time I knew that we were doing it, I was like, I'm just gonna lie. I just wanna make something up. Oh, yeah. Firefighter. Dad's a. Dad's a firefighter. This year. Next year? Superhero. What? What does he do? <laughs> he saves lives, dude oh you said he was a firefighter okay so you're just saying I get it good job sit down like no this year I mean this entire year he was wearing a cape flying around it wasn't fighting fires mrs. Warren you know can I be a child can I can I be a kid <laughs>
1: podcast is brought to you by Night Owl Entertainment. Each episode is produced, edited, and promoted by Patrick Michael. A big thanks to all the supporters on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, as well as a five-star review. If you'd like to support the podcast, visit patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash p-o-d-c-u-l-t-u-r-e, or simply tell a friend about the show. This free entertainment is for all to enjoy, and I hope you've enjoyed. Thanks again to everyone who has listened, downloaded, or shared the shows. Until next time, peace, love, and harmony. Night Owl Entertainment is a podcast network featuring all genres of podcasting from comedy, movie reviews, to true crime and sports.